Hey guys, I'm super excited to be back for my second ever podcast episode. The title of my podcast is Figuring It Out, Life and Everything in Between. So I figured that in this episode, I wanted to talk about how I figured myself out when it came to moving out of my family home. Um, I really want to talk about the experience of moving out of my family home and how that affected me. I think that it's something that a lot of people struggle with, but isn't really voiced. Um, I know that there is a stigma of people not moving out of their family home when they're 18 and moving off to college. Some people just really like being with their family and like the security of being at home. So I thought that this was a good topic to talk about. Surprisingly for me, it was one of the hardest experiences of my life. I've always been insanely close with my family and was never the type who looked forward to moving out. Like it was something that really, really scared me to death. To put it into context, when I was living at home, I constantly looked forward to coming home from work to hang out with my mom every single night. Like my mom and I did everything together. And that's really since I can remember. Um, even when I was young, we had our favorite TV shows. We watched Big Brother. We had the same hobbies. We would go shopping together. Like we would do literally everything together. I can truly and honestly say that we were best friends and she was the person that I felt closest to in my life and the person whose opinion I really valued the most. The night that I officially moved all of my stuff out of my family home with the help of my parents and my boyfriend, my mom and I sat on my bed crying. Like, I'm not even kidding. We were crying. <laughs> like, my dad and boyfriend have video evidence of this. I know that when they were looking at us, they were like, oh my God, they are just nuts. They're crazy. Like, can we just get a move on and actually get this stuff out of here and like get the show on the road? But my mom and I just, we couldn't handle it. We was we were just like bawling, like literally bawling our eyes out. It was actually insane. Um, like I said, there's video evidence of it. And my boyfriend still laughs about it to this day. It was one of the most difficult things I've ever done for several reasons. One, um, I had intense anxiety at that time of my life. I was always worried about the what ifs. What if I didn't like living with my boyfriend? What if he made me unhappy, et cetera, et cetera. Now looking back, those were all irrational feelings, but I think that it's something that I had to go through. Um, I really had to process those emotions and allow myself to feel them because they were really true and present in my life at that time. I had never moved out before. So this was the first time that I was moving out of my family home and really having to depend on somebody else to make me happy. Like, yes, happiness comes from within, but at the same time, if you surround yourself with people that make you happy, like I felt happy with my parents, then you'll just be all in all happier in life. So because I had never lived with my boyfriend, it was a whole new experience for me. And I didn't know if he would be what would make me happy. So it was a constant stressor in my life. It was the first time that I was also making decisions on my own. Like, yes, I had an opinion and everything living at my parents, but I wasn't the one to decide all of the household day-to-day -day things like finances and this and that. So it was the first time that it was like on me or on us to make those decisions. So that was a really big stressor in my life. So talking about my mom, my mom was the absolute biggest support system throughout my moving out process. 
Um, the relationship that I had in the past with my boyfriend is a long story in itself. And it's something that I'll probably discuss in a later podcast episode. I think it would really take a whole episode to really dive deep into that. To make a long story short, most of our relationship was full of insecure thoughts, along with two completely different lifestyles. Like, honestly, we had complete different lifestyles. So it was very nerve wracking for me to think about what it would be like to be living with him. Um, so my mom really became my biggest support system and she was able to see things that I wasn't able to see. Um, to put it into context, she knew me better than I knew myself. It was kind of like she knit me, like she knew exactly what went where and what I was thinking at all times. Oftentimes she would know what I was feeling before I even opened my mouth. She could just read me that easily. The day before we had to submit our final offer for our house, I was a complete basket case. Um, I think I cried all day long because I was so incredibly scared of moving out. The night before we had to submit our final offer, I think I went to bed at like 7 p.m. and even called off work the next day. Like I knew I just wasn't able to function and I wasn't able to focus on my daily life when I had like this huge decision that was kind of over my head and that's all I could think about. Um, I was actually, when I went to bed, I was totally prepared to wake up the next morning and tell the real estate agent that I was backing out to call my boyfriend and be like, look, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. I'm just too freaked out. Like it's not going to work out. Like the house wasn't going to work out and our relationship was also not going to work out. And my mom, when that was happening, was so freaked out. Like she knew that if we didn't buy this house, then it would probably be the end of our relationship because it was literally the home of my dreams. We had been looking at different houses on and off for three years and this perfect gem of a house popped up one day and there was no denying that like it was the house that was meant to be for me. She knew that if I backed out, then I would never find another house that was like worthy enough for me. She also knew that my boyfriend and I would be great together when I just couldn't see it. Um, that morning when I woke up, she told me that everything would be okay. She said she knew my boyfriend and I would be great together and that I would be happy. She told me things that I couldn't see myself because of my extreme anxiety. To put it into context, if my mom had told me that my boyfriend and I weren't a good fit, I would have left him right away. I was literally so dependent on my family's opinions because I wasn't able to allow my brain to point me in the right direction because of the horrible anxiety that I dealt with. Yeah, for sure. My mom would have loved me to stay at home with her forever, but she knew that she wasn't doing me a favor if she didn't push me to move out. My parents always taught me and my sister to think for ourselves and to formulate our own opinions. But because of my anxiety, it was just like a big block in my mind. Like, I had to rely on the people that I lived with my entire life to make decisions for me because I just couldn't do it. I couldn't allow my mind to go a little bit further and to make a decision for myself. So in the end, it was the best decision that she ever helped me make. My life in the past two years of living with my boyfriend has been complete and utter bliss. Um, my boyfriend and I have forged a team and become literally one unit. We make decisions together. We have goals, short-term and long-term. 
I'm with somebody that I know has my back 100% of the time. And that's actually something that I was always worried about. Like, would we be a team? Or would it be me, myself, and I, and him, and never actually coming together as a team and making combined decisions together? And I was always also worried that nobody would understand me as well as my family did. But I was so wrong. Like, I think that it's normal when you're growing up to know that your parents know the most about you. But I just assumed that my boyfriend wouldn't be able to crack my shell and be able to know every little detail about me and know me better than I know myself. But he really and truly does. If I'm upset one day, then he just knows it right away. He knows how to make me feel better. He knows how to talk to me, what to say to make me feel better. Um, I really couldn't have asked for a better life partner. So now I want to talk about actually living on my own and living on my own with my boyfriend. It's truly been one of the greatest joys of my life. I've actually developed hobbies that I didn't know I had. Um, I learned vast amounts of information that you can only learn by living in your own place. I've learned to cook, which I never, ever, ever did before. And I really, really love it. Like I love coming up with new recipes. I like figuring out what kinds of foods I like to eat, new things that I had never tasted in the past. It's actually really fun for me. And it's one of the parts of my day that I look forward to the most. Like I just like cooking. I like making things with my hands. I like having people taste my food. It's just so fun for me. Um, I've taken up gardening. I've had to take on responsibilities that I always took for granted while living with my parents. All in all, it's just maybe made me become a whole version of myself, not just like one slice of the pie. Before, I felt like I wasn't truly developed into the whole person that I am now. And that's not like saying anything in a bad way towards my parents. It's just like that's what the natural course of life is. When you move out and when you make decisions and do things on your own, you really truly learn what you love and what you dislike. And that's what's happened for me in the past two years. Living with my boyfriend for the first time did come with an adjustment period at the beginning. We had never even lived in an apartment together. Um, it's not something that I wanted. I am very big on where your money goes and how it's spent and all of that. So I just didn't think that I wanted to spend my money on an apartment. I know this is different from for everybody. But I knew that we could afford a house, so I figured, why not? And if worse comes to worse, then you sell the house and at least you haven't wasted money on an apartment and you get that money back. So that's my own opinion. And I know it's not like that for everybody, but it's the way that's actually worked out the best for us. And also my boyfriend is somebody who craves working with his hands. Like he needs space to be able to learn and learn how to take care of a home. And that's not something that he would have had with an apartment. He loves manual labor. He loves building things. He loves fixing things. He loves taking things apart and cleaning them. Thank God he does because that is just not one of my strong points. Um, he really just loves knowing the inner workings of things and 
thinking about how they work, like, honestly, sometimes I think that his brain is more like a mechanical engineering thing going on up there rather than just a brain. Like, he just loves working with his hands. So I couldn't have seen that as a possibility in an apartment for him. And I feel like it's something that makes him happier in his day-to-day life. And if he's happier in his day-to-day life, and if I'm happier, then it just makes our relationship better and happier. So I think this was really the best decision for us. Um, It only took us a couple of months to find our groove in our new home, but eventually we did, and we've never been happier. I know it's not the case in all relationships, but we're very much of a team and look out for each other. Like if I don't have time to take on a specific household chore, then he'll pick pick up where I left off. I realize I'm very lucky to have somebody who is so hands-on and I never take that for granted. I always hear of so many guys who don't help their girlfriends or wives out, but that's not my case. So it made merging our lives a lot easier We didn't have to have those nitpicky fights where it's like, oh, you didn't do the laundry or you didn't pick up your plate and put it in the dishwasher. It's just been seamless for us. And that really has helped because I know that that's a big stressor for a lot of people. And that causes a lot of arguments and like points of contention with people. So it really just made our process a little bit easier. And I'm really thankful for that. Kind of circling back to that topic, um, merging our lives was something that I stressed about the most. Like, how would we merge our finances? Would we even merge our finances? How would splitting time between our families at holidays go? Would he help with household chores? Would he be handy and be able to upkeep the house? All of those questions haunted my brain night after night after night in the weeks leading up to our move. In hindsight, I realize now that I should have known him and I should have been able to see through all of those questions, but my anxiety literally didn't allow me to do so. Like before we moved in together, I think we had been dating for five years at that point. So obviously I should have known him and I should have known how he would be, but I had never lived with him. So it's something that really, really stressed me out. Um, I actually ended up ruining some good first moments in our home because of that. And like I previously mentioned, now we've become one unit. So the merging of our lives was almost seamless, but I made some of the first moments kind of unhappy. And I wish now that I hadn't have done that, but that's also just part of our story. So you just need to have an open and honest conversation about things and lay all of your points out on the table when it comes to merging your lives. At first, it's hard to do because you might anticipate there being tensions or a fight. But realistically, you only need to have those conversations one time in your life. Once like finances, families, holidays, and all of those topics are talked about, you're set for life. I'm not saying that people can't change their opinions as life goes on. But all in all, if you like the way that things are set up, then for the most part, they won't change. Um, Definitely, you have to learn how to go with the flow. And if somebody does change their mind, then you have to kind of grow as well and try to make things make the situation the best that you can do. But typically, you just have to have those conversations one time, and then it's done. 
we learned early on that we had to become good communicators with each other for our relationship to actually succeed. There was a point in time where I think both of us constantly got frustrated because we felt like the other person wasn't like comprehending the point we were trying to get across. Um, this was even before we moved in together. Um, so this really happens at any point of your relationship. Um, so we both had to take a step back and look at how the other person needs to be talked to. It sounds kind of weird, but everyone reacts different, differently to the way that things are said. It's kind of like the five love, love languages. People receive love differently. So you need to see what works best for the other person. Um, that's really made one of the biggest impacts on our relationship. I know that I need to be spoken to a certain way. He needs to be spoken to a certain way. And it's not the same way for each other, but that's okay. It's how you receive information will kind of allow you to process it correctly. If you're being spoken to in a way that you don't want to be spoken to, then you might take that information and take it badly and kind of put up a wall instead of, instead of being able to have open and honest lines of communication. So everybody's different and you just really need to see what works best for your partner and to have open and honest communication with them. So guys, that's all I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode. I'm so happy to actually be able to have a place to talk about all of the things that I'm interested in. And I hope that you're enjoying my episodes as much as I'm enjoying making them. I would absolutely love if you were to share my episodes with family and friends. It would really, really, really mean the world to me. And I have some really good ideas for future episodes. So I hope that you stay tuned and I'll be back with you guys next week. Bye.